the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this Father's Day. From our Father above, the source of all grace, the source of all mercy, source of all peace that exists. Daniel is who I want to speak about today. I had asked Pastor Sauer to make sure that we had Daniel in the readings today. I want to speak about Daniel. I won't read all 28 verses again. You're welcome. Thank you. I will read but three. But before I do, I want to mention the fact that Daniel is in Psalms. Psalm chapter 1, the one that we just read. Daniel, he's all over that first psalm. Fifteen years of age, he's brought as a captive to Babylon. 500-mile walk from Jerusalem, where his family has been destroyed by the Babylonians. 500-mile walk, and he ends up there in Babylon. 97% of all the slaves that were brought into Babylon were sent to the left. That meant they went into the copper mines or the sulfur mines. They were dead within a year. 3% of the slaves went to the right. If they were handsome enough, charismatic enough, intellectual enough, smart enough, they went to the right. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they went to the right. And he's there in the courts of Nebuchadnezzar at that time. When he is in the lion's den, he's not 15 years of age, he's 80 years of age. 65 years have gone by. 65 years there in the land of Babylon. And in the land of Babylon, if you're paying attention to the reading, the 28 verses, he never wavered in his obedience to God. When the 120 satraps and the two other administrators want to bring him down, They say, we'll find no skullduggery in any of the books, any of the reports. We will find nothing that we can nail against him. And if we came up with some false report, no one would believe us because they know that Daniel is so honorable man. And so great in his allegiance to God. No one would believe us if we said he's done this wrong. And then they said, the only way we can trap him is something pertaining to his God. They knew something about Daniel. We pray whether we're fathers or mothers or single or widowed or divorced or male or female. We pray that whether we're in elementary school or junior high or high school or college, 
We pray that no matter where God has planted our seed into some soil, that people will know of us, that we worship God, that we follow him. Solomon, wisest man who ever lived, Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. He says, to fear God, meaning to respect him and honor him, to fear God and to follow his commands is the whole duty and purpose of man. That is what Daniel did for 65 years. He feared God and he followed his commands. Very first psalm that we read moments ago. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. Is that not Daniel? Blessed is the man who doesn't stand in the company of sinners, nor sits in the seat of those who scoff God. That was Daniel. Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and on God's law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree. Daniel is a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither, and whatsoever it does prospers. The wicked are not so, they're like chaff that the wind drives away. They will not stand in the judgment. The Lord will protect the righteous, the wicked will perish. It's all about Daniel. And as I asked Pastor Shower to put Daniel in there as a reading, I was amazed at how the first reading attached so heavily to Daniel. And then you came to the gospel, did you not? And it says that a man sows a seed, whether he knows it or not. Day and night a man sows a seed, whether he knows it or not. What does it mean? It means every day you are sowing a seed. People at work know the seeds that you sow. People in the neighborhood, they know the seeds that you sow. People on that commuter train, they know the seeds that you sow. Young man just graduated from college. His fraternity brothers knew the seed that he sowed. Some of them didn't like the seed he was sowing. He got enough hate mail. He got enough scoffing uh, letters. But others were changed for a lifetime because of the seed that he sowed. Daniel sowed a seed when he is 15 years of age and he's brought into the court of Nebuchadnezzar. Most other 15-year-olds would have said, God could not protect me in Jerusalem. My family is destroyed. I am a slave. I will give God a little bit of credit because I'm on the right-hand side, not the left-hand side. And if I watch my P's and Q's, I could live for 20 or 30 years here. Most 15-year-olds would have said, I'm in the culture of Babylon. I'll live the culture. I'll worship their gods. 
I'll eat what they ask me to eat. I'll do what they ask me to do. If they ask me to bow down to this God, I'll bow down to this God. Great irony is Nebuchadnezzar changed his name. His name was Daniel. Reference to God in his life. And Nebuchadnezzar changes his name. Belteshazzar is what he calls him. Baal was one of the gods that the Babylonians worshipped. King Nebuchadnezzar said, I'll get rid of every chase of God in your life. I'm going to change your name. Instead of your name bearing Jehovah God's signature, your name is going to bear Baal's signature. Your name, Belshazzar, Baal's servant, Baal's servant, Baal's prince. Most 15-year-olds would have said, my name's changed, my family is gone. I will immerse myself in this culture. God knows I still love him in my heart. But I'll immerse myself in it. Not uh, Daniel. When they brought him a wine, he said, where did the wine come from? They said, offered to the gods. He said, I'll not drink it. He said, where did the food come from? And they told him where the food came from. And he said to the chief steward, according to the law of Moses, can I eat this food? Shall not eat this food. He realized he was risking his life over these two issues. But that's what a man of honor does. Whether they're 15 years of age risking their life, or whether they're 80 years of age getting ready to go into a lion's den, that's what a man of honor does. That's what a man of honor does. There are lots of fathers in the Bibles. Every one of them sinful. Every single one of them sinful. Absalom watches David. Knows about the adultery. Knows about the murder of Uriah. He hears others speak about his dad. There's not a father in the Bible... Not Abraham, not Moses, not a father in the Bible, save the heavenly father, who did not sin. And as I look at these fathers in the Bible, I look at their sins, I look at the fact that many of them repented. And when they repented, God restored them to a position, not just as king, But as the father of the most important treasure they were given, their own children. Daniel says to the steward, give me vegetables, give me water, give me these grains. Give me ten days, me and my three buddies, give us ten days. If our health is declined, then maybe we'll start eating the food offered to us by the king. But if after ten days we are fine, 
Trust that our God is watching over us. And after ten days, Daniel is fine. Do you understand for 65 years, he scattered seed day and night, whether he knew it or not. Greatest empire in the world at that time, the Babylonian Empire. One tiny individual out of the 500,000 million, whatever it was in the Babylonian Empire, one tiny person, he scatters seeds. And 122 people, the most important people in the political realm of that kingdom, they knew, all 122 knew one thing. Daniel stood for God. That's the seed that he sowed. My dad in heaven, he lived two and a half years. Talked to my sister at length last week. She tells me more stories about dad. Every time I call her, she tells me more stories about God, or about my dad. She was the only girl. There were four of us boys. I feel badly for her to this very day. But I always told her, you're dad's favorite as well. You should have been. Four boys, one girl, your dad's favorite, and you should have been. She tells me stories about dad. He was a tough guy, pastor in a small town. Reminded me every time I went out, remember who's in the car with you. Remember who's at the party with you. There was never a day I ever left that house that he didn't tell me, remember that God is watching over you. And he meant that two different ways. My dad is the one who taught me to pray. Never pray unless you say at the end of the prayer, if it is your will. My mother would pray, now I lay me down to sleep, but my father would have deeper prayers. And they would always end, if it be your will. My father said to me every time I called him over the course of all those decades, he said to me every single time, Paul, I want you to know, Mom and I pray for you every single day. And until the last five months of his life, when dementia came, every time I talked to him, he would say, Paul, I want you to remember, pray for you every single day. Was I as close to my dad as I wish I was? No. Was my dad perfect? No. Tough temper, quick temper. But one thing I knew about my dad. He stood for God. And that's the most important thing you can say about any person. He stood for God. 30th anniversary, two months ago, Joshua gets up and he speaks. And uh, my wife is sitting there at the table crying because of the words that come out of Joshua's mouth. 
He said, I was watching the full moon the other night. And I realized the moon does not reflect its own light. It takes the light from the sun and reflects it. He said, that's what my dad does. He takes God's light and he reflects it into my life. And into the life of this church. Almost embarrassed as he speaks that way. Sinful, all of us. Beseeching the mercy and grace of God to forgive. But when Joshua says that about his pops. Touches my heart. Yvonne Lesky, so many years ago, when we first came, so many years ago, the boy's out there playing soccer. He's very gifted. She was talking to me about her boys, and she said, Just want them to be average. Don't want them to be way up there, don't want them to be way down here. Just Want them to be average. Just want them to be average. But make no doubt. There is one appellation given to any human being. That you should desire more than anything else. My mom stood for God. My dad stood for God. My grandpa stood for God. That's the highest praise you ever receive on this earth. 122 satraps, two administrators going after Daniel. 65 years later, they are saying, this exile has risen to this power. Had a gentleman not too long ago, I asked him, did you retire too soon? He had climbed up the ladder at work. I said, did you retire too soon? He said, no, I didn't retire too soon. I said, you climbed way up there. What do you mean you didn't retire too soon? He said, Paul, the higher you get up in some company, the more people are there ready to kick the spokes out of your wheels. And as I was looking at this story of Daniel, that's exactly what was happening. 122 satraps, prefects, administrators said the most important thing in life is power. And when they heard that Daniel, the exile from Judah, the God lover, when they heard he going to be the second highest in the country, they went after him like wolves after a wounded deer. Jesus said 550 years later, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Loses his own soul. The lions did not eat up Daniel. Why? Because an angel, a visible angel, came and closed the mouths of the lions. And the first word out of Darius's mouth having not slept all night because he sinned against his conscience. First words out of his mouth, 
Daniel, has your God saved you? And at the very end, when Daniel comes out of that lion's den, Darius makes this decree to the million people in that empire. He said, we will worship only one God, and that is Daniel's God. He is a living God. We shall worship him. One tiny mustard seed. And the whole empire is touched. You are a mustard seed planted by God in some soil wherever he has you. Your seed sprinkled every day, every night. What seed is it? Is it the seed of your ego, your power, your presence, your need for applause? Or is your seed what Pastor Sauer talked about last week? Is your seed, gosh, he was a loving person. Gosh, he always has joy. Gosh, he's so patient. Isn't she the kindest person you ever met? My dad was gentle with us. We should have gotten a lot more than we did. He's gentle with us. What's your seed? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. What's your seed? They said things about Daniel. What do they say about you? And about me? On a Father's Day, understand your purpose. On a Father's Day, understand your purpose. In our Savior's name, amen. Would you rise as we pray? Heavenly Father, two children, two babies will be baptized during the late service on a Father's Day. And they will speak the vows that 1,600 others have spoken. Mom and Dad will say, I vow that I will remember this child daily in my prayers. I vow that I will provide for their further instruction in the Christian faith as they grow in years. I vow that in my words and actions in their presence, I will be a Christ-like example. And I vow that I will do by all means possible to bring up this child to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's the vow that they will speak on this day. In their minds, they know the importance of it. If it travels to the heart, it is far better. Heavenly Father, your spirit protected Daniel in the lion's den. If he sends us into a lion's den, he doesn't send us alone, he goes with us. Heavenly Father, as your spirit watch over Daniel, may that same spirit watch over us. Mustard seeds planted in the soil of this earth. In our Savior's name, amen. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.